Let Ferguson's knowledgeable product experts kick off your next kitchen or bath project with the latest in touch and hands-free faucets, high-performance gas ranges, or low-decibel dishwashers. They're really quiet. Request your appointment today at fergusonshowrooms.com. The best decision ever. Visit the Ferguson Showroom on Powell Avenue in Nashville and discover the controlled convenience of Jet Air's connected wall oven. Innovative, intuitive, and in the palm of your hand. Reinvent your kitchen with Jet Air and find it at Ferguson. From 104.5 The Zone, this is the Midday 180. With Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. Midday 180 on 104.5 The Zone. The crew's all here in Miami. Our coverage from Super Bowl 54 Radio Row presented by Ferguson Bath Kitchen and Lighting Gallery and the Low T Center. Kirby Allen Kirby's making the show happen for us here. David Reed is the chairman of the board, and the the MVP of the show today is Kevin Byard because he's here on Radio Row for this show. He's not making the, the rounds to all 400 stations and pitching some product. Uh, you, you've got other plans here in Miami, KB, and I know I understand it, it took you a while to get in here, so thank you for playing up with, with all of that. Hey, no, no problem at all. You, you guys are my only only radio interview, so you know what I'm saying? I had to make some time for you guys. We appreciate that. That's awesome. No, no problem. Although De- Deion Sanders will not be granted an interview <laughs> is, is, what we're, uh, is what we're hearing. No, Just not, us. Sure he probably didn't request it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you do have a Campbell's event. You've you've had the radio spots with Campbell's throughout mm-hmm. the season, so that's why you're in town. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I came up here to do the interview with you guys, and then afterwards, I'm going to go down to Campbell's, and uh, me and my wife are going to go down there and feed some soup to some fans, awesome. play some tic tac toe, some little family fun. So it's going to be pretty cool. Nice. Kevin Byard, our guest. It was weird for me walking in here after tra- traveling and, and going on the playoff run and, right, and right. covering you guys to see the Chiefs up here and not see the titans and know that you were that close to being on the marquee and being here playing in this game so as you land here and you're looking around and you see all the super bowl you know festivities going on what are you thinking as the player it was crazy uh honestly when me and my wife we got off the plane uh to land in miami we was on our way to the hotel and i guess the closer we got to our hotel i started just thinking like man i'm supposed to be down here to play i was supposed to be down here earlier this week for practice and things like that but uh we had a great run, uh, some really great memories, some great players, some great guys. Uh, but the first few days of the offseason was actually a little rough, though, like just being able to try to decompress from a long season, like you said, the playoff run, um, getting on the road, traveling, uh, being road warriors. Um, but at the end of the day, when I reflected uh, on the season, man, we had, some, we had some great memories, some great accomplishments. We really brought the entire city of Nashville together. So it, it was an awesome experience. I'm definitely thankful for it. What uh, what do you know or what have you learned about Anthony Midget, who is replacing Kerry Combs as the secondary coach? I actually haven't uh, – I had to have an official conversation with him. Uh, but, you know, I did see the report, and I've seen you guys confirm it, of course. Uh, so, I, you know, I kind of looked him up. i seen that he actually got – he him and Vrabel came to Houston together. So I'm pretty sure they have a great relationship. I know uh, that's, that's something that's really big with Vrabel, being able to work with guys that he has relationships with guys that he can trust and guys that he can, you know, confide to and things like that. So, I mean, I think he'll be a great fit. Uh, I think it's going to be great that, you know, Vrabel's going to want to continue to do the same things we've been doing. So I'm pretty sure that he'll just come into the room and, you know, bring his own personal touch. But, uh, you know, we're always going to have that same standard in our room, no matter who's in there, whether right? if it's the coach or a player. Uh, we're going to hold ourselves to the highest standard. So I think it's going to be fun. Further removed from the season and closer to the beginning of the new league year, when you think about Logan Ryan <laughs> – 
How uh, maybe scared are you? <laughs> we, were, we were talking to the McCordys earlier. Uh-huh. They were talking about what a hot commodity they think he's going to be. For sure. What's uh, what's kind of your your feeling and your fear index? Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm a little I'm a little scared because I know uh, the amount of work that he put in this year or just puts in. Period. I work out him in the off season. Uh, I know the production. I mean, this guy was the most productive player probably, if not on our defense, on our team this year. Um, He's going to get everything he deserves, everything he has coming for him. I hope it's with the Titans. Uh, but, I mean, I understand. I know the business. I know this guy is going to have one of the, the better markets uh, out there on the free agent market. So, But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I hope he's with the Titans. Uh, but who knows, man, what it is, with the way this business is. Uh, he can have a, a, a huge bidding war. So, uh, But, like I said, man, I hope he's here with the Titans. I'm pretty sure I know he wants to be with the Titans. But, uh like I said, you know, you know how this business go. Kevin Byard, our guest here on Radio Row. When did you feel like the season turned towards the run that you guys went on? Was there a moment or a game or, or I mean, every we can point to the quarterback change, but beyond right. that, the the entire team got on a roll. Exactly. Honestly, uh, I kind of always go back to that Chargers game. Uh, that Chargers, I think that was after we played the Broncos. Yep. I think it was right at the Broncos. Line stand. Exactly. And uh, I kind of look at it, man. If we lose that game, man, who knows how the season's going to look. Guys may start packing it up, think about next year. But I think that goal line stop really sparked uh, our run, honestly. I kind of said that at the end of the game, like, man, this is the most incredible win I've ever been a part of to stop a team four or five times on the goal line and actually win the ball game. So I kind of looked at is that was kind of like the, the, the change from us going from two and four to nine and seven all the way to the AFC Championship game. I think that's kind of sparked it a little bit. Kansas City, I, I, I've pointed to the regular season game against Kansas City for okay. me because I thought it was all three phases that really performed well. Right. Uh, offense had the game-winning drive. Uh, defense uh, had points off of a turnover, blocked field goal, and I thought everything came together in, in a nice way. Well, but in, in the playoff matchup against KC, the weren't able to get to Mahomes, mm-hmm. couldn't force the turnovers. How difficult of a matchup was it the second go-around against them in that offense? Yeah, it was uh, Patrick Mahomes really showed up in that game, honestly. Uh, I think he was the biggest X factor. I mean, being able to throw the ball everywhere around the field. Uh, and honestly, I think his scrambles hurt us the most. Uh, those X plays, him extending plays, running around back there four or five seconds, it was it was pretty tough. Um, honestly, I think that – I mean, they they deserve to be here, honestly. they Like I said, they, they were the better team that day. We were the better team in a regular season. But we all know that playoff games count. Uh, it was a tough matchup, but – you know, hopefully we get to face them again next year. We talk a lot about identity uh, of different franchises, and that typically takes the form of the head coach setting the identity of the team. Do you feel like now going into year number three with Mike Vrabel, the identity of what you guys are going to be is set, and did we start to see that halfway through the season? Yeah, our identity, uh, I guarantee you, as long as Vrabel's there, is going to be playing fast and aggressive, playing super hard, uh, guys that just just have – uh, just innate ability just to be able just to play hard. I mean, you look at guys like Rashawn Evans, who's a guy who runs all over the field. He makes plays. He plays extremely hard. Who's here, by the way? Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I ran into him. But I, I think that's just going to be always our identity, uh, guys that just play with effort and finish. Um, that's something that we literally talk about every single day, playing with effort and finish and try to play uh, with great details. I think that's going to be always going to be the mantra with the Tennessee Titans. That's something that everyone believes in. Uh, and that's something that, as, as a leader and myself, that's something that I always try to do. I always try to play super hard, play with extreme effort, uh, be durable, try to play every single snap, like you said, to let guys know. Because at the end of the day, if, if, if I don't play hard and I don't play fast, how can I expect anybody else to do it as well? 
random one for you. Have you talked with Dick LeBeau lately? I haven't. Uh, he was one of your biggest fans whenever you were drafted. Yeah. And Dick, your first impression with him, I mean, he was. Honestly, I was, I wouldn't say I was starstruck, but I kind of was. I mean, when I met with those guys uh, through the pre-draft process, being able to sit in the same room with Dick LeBeau, somebody who I watched on the sidelines as a young child, as a defensive coordinator, I knew his greatness. So to be able to sit with him and talk with him and for him to say that compliment about me to say I was one of the better uh, pre-draft visits uh, that he's had was, was incredible, honestly. So uh, I haven't spoke to him, though, but I'm pretty sure Dick LeBeau was somewhere saving the world at nighttime yeah. or something like that. I feel like he's <laughs> like a superhero. Yeah, I mean, this guy is incredible. It is <laughs> unlikely that whoever is in that post next – is going to have the pedigree of Dick LeBeau or Dean Pease. What's yeah. that, that going to be like? I'm, it, it's hard to beat those two guys. I mean, you're talking about Hall of Fame coaches. Uh, I don't know how many Hall of Fame defensive coordinators is, is in the business right now, I mean, especially with the pedigree and the amount of years and experience that they had. Uh, but honestly, like I said, I mean, who knows who's going to be our defensive coordinator. I've heard different reports and stuff like that that you no know, variable actually might take over the play call and uh, stuff like that. So, I mean, I honestly, I just feel more comfortable. I feel great that – uh, even if it is variable making the calls, that I know he's probably going to call the same. It's not, it's, it's not going to be a lot different. Uh, we're not going to change the things that we do. Uh, and the fact that I know the system, I know the defense, I can almost be a coach out there myself uh, on the field. So that's kind of my ownership that I take of the defense, that you know, no matter what's called, I try to get guys lined up, try to get everybody on the same page. Kevin Byard, our guest, have you worn the same thing twice on the plane for road trips? <laughs> Not this year, but I have. Your wife uh, Clark is laughing. <laughs> not does this she, year. Does she pick out your pretty the much wardrobe? everything? Yeah, honestly, okay. I think even home games she picks out pretty much all my wardrobe, right? Half and half. So, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I recycle them year to year, but I usually I may buy a couple outfits uh, for that season. But as far as suits and, and tuxes and stuff like that, I, I recycle them every year. I don't, I don't buy too many of those, honestly. So, what what level were you on pre-contract versus contract? when it comes to clothes uh so i, w- I would say i wouldn't even say pre- i just say every year i've been in the league i probably uh <laughs> bought a little bit more clothes and try to uh get a little more flashy i guess but uh you know but i, I try to keep it simple i don't try to be too extravagant uh like i said my, my wife she she's the stylist so uh she has all Dude, the style. I, it, it, I wear it, the same sports coat on every trip and you come in there and i'm like <laughs> if she says it looks all his clothes i've right? worn this bad boy three days in a row <laughs> yeah if she says it looks good then i wear it you know so uh, looks wonderful oh, wow. wonderful wow that very was... flattering paul yeah. thank you <laughs> got my new favorite player wife uh-huh. <laughs> there you go uh, Kevin Byard has been our guest. Hey, thank you, man. And, uh, Appreciate al- the effort. Yeah, always great no catching problem. up with you. No problem at all, man. Thanks, you guys.